Welcome to Numb Bills Fan Podcast, brought to you by NumbBillsFan.com. I am David Palermo, and next to me is Adam Deacon. What's going on, everybody? We're here. It's our video podcast for March 10th, 2016. A lot of transactions around the league, and we're pretty excited to talk about, really, what's affected the Bills and future contract talks, like what's in the works, what's going on. But other than that, it's been... You know, that's another day. 70 degrees yesterday. I got my tank top on and my headband. I'm pretty psyched on life right now. You look good. You know, since that cold front never came this winter from, uh, you know, life itself on the yeah, planet right. and, and the Bills defense here. But I'm still living the dream like I was in Miami, like dropping something. Hey, Flipper. We, you know, we tried to conjure up some uh, good luck. We tried to. We tried, but you know, I guess our YouTube, our YouTube fame just there's no room for us. There's no room for us. Either way, we're here. It's the tenth. We're proud. It's a Thursday. What do we got? Well, NFL free agency started. Well, what hey. was the what was the first thing going into it? We thought was what's Doug Whaley saying? And frankly, Doug don't lie. He don't. No. What did he say? What did he say was going to happen last year? Don't expect it. Don't expect these big signings again. No. Nope. This one was about maintaining what we got in place. And finally, we're kind of building on something here. Cordy Glenn is franchise tag. Yep. He signed it. That's... He signed it. I mean, are you kidding me? So the left tackle's locked in. And we, you know, so there's not going to be any silliness, no holdout, whatever, you know. We might even still get a contract done. Right. A multi-year deal. Right. So if you really think about it, put yourself in the at the point where we were with Jarius Bird. Jarius Bird did not sign his, his franchise tag or whatever they, the, 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 the term is. He did not sign it until... The middle of training camp. Yeah. Like, it was like a day or two before the Bills were about to leave. And it was kind of awful. But So, it's, I think, a sign of good faith that Cordy Glenn franchise tagged or signed it. Because that's $13 million. So, now what happens is, is if he restructures his deal, he will save the Bills a base salary. But he'll get more as far as, like, bonuses, etc. Right. Pretty much how it's then in the easiest terms broken down. He will save the bill. It won't be a thirteen million dollar cap hit for the bills this year, which is good. So for everybody who's really tight with money and obsesses over how are they going to get these guys done, sit back, man. Jim Overdorf will take care of it. Doug Whaley will take care of it. Russ Brandon, if he has to do with that side, takes care. We'll take care of it. You know, I got full faith in them. They. They know more than I do, you know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shit on their methods. Right, right. And the way I look at it is, Doug Way we came in here like, 
we want to be like the Packers, the Steelers. We want to keep our own. We want to keep them in-house. And they've done that. Since since Doug Whaley has been with Buddy Nick, since they kicked everybody out, I've said it for a while, he was assistant GM. So I kind of like to include maybe what happened there as well, even though Doug Whaley back in the Knicks era, he might not have had full say. Who knows? I don't know. But they did you know, continue and keep McKelvin. They kept Kyle Williams. They kept guys. They kept Eric Wood. And I think they've been doing that. And and people forget that. Well, what what are we going to do now? Now we're in Cap Hell. I'm telling you, they've planned on this. They've, yeah. They, they've, they've planned for this. Now, did they plan for the defense to fail? No, I think it, 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 smacked, it smacked them. It smacked you know. them real hard. But they're keeping their team together. They're, he maybe, said, let's keep the line together. We got to keep the left. Maybe I'm an apologist when it comes to the Bills' defense. But really, I, I don't feel like the team – I mean, defensively, yeah, they took a step back. But I, I feel like they took two or three steps forward on the offense. Um, so, I mean, where do you draw the line? You went from a 9-7 and seven team who really could have been 8-8 eight and eight if the Patriots wanted to light us up week 17. Let's be real. Right. I mean, there's no there's no asterisks on the official records, but you know we watched that game, we saw it, and if they wanted to leave their starters in and really push, you know, they they had nothing to prove at that point. They kind of laid down for us. Mm-hmm. So I think we did pretty well considering that we rebuilt our offense, brought in a brand new coaching staff. And, and I don't want to be the apologist. That was like, oh, it's, I mean, the defense, it had a lot of really ugly spots to it. It, it underperformed. And it, if here's how I look at it is if the players respect Rex and people after they leave playing for Rex are not spewing at the mouth some garbage, some bullshit of, no, nah, Rex seems like a good guy, but really he's a douche. That would I feel like that would have came out by now. So if you take that in mind, which we like to do, you're you're gonna get the, the you're gonna get a, a respectable answer. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, not everybody's gonna get along with everybody, but I mean, so many guys have been vocal about how how great it is to play for Rex Ryan. Right. And, um, and think think about it. Think about it. it. You have guys. Ed Reed was joined the Bills, and he did a nice thing on BuffaloBills.com, a nice behind-the-scenes unfiltered piece, whatever they're calling it. And he he said, he's like, you got to buy into Rex's system. And when you look at it on paper, the way I see it, how many bad seasons has Rex Ryan had? And maybe he was really, if he's saying, I'm trying to implement what they did well with Jim Schwartz into my system, and that's why we failed. That could be it. And when I'm trying, what are what? Well, there's that, know, and you know what? I I, I, I don't want to skip ahead. Them. I don't want to skip ahead. Um, but the the big the big name that everyone had questions about this year was Mario Williams. Now Mario Williams has been released and has since moved on to to Miami. We're going to dive into that in a little bit, but um, a lot of people are ups- upset about that, worried about that, nervous about that. Um, but I'm going to go with the theory of 
addition through subtraction with Mario Williams. Um, yeah, we, we, we take a dead cap hit, and th- and that's hard to take with our current situation. $7 million dead cap. But at the same time, we're we're losing that contrarian voice in the locker room. We're, we're losing that guy who, who wants the coaching staff to cater to him rather than him cater to the coaching staff. And I don't want to say Mario Williams didn't have a, a good a good run in Buffalo because he did. But this past season it just something didn't click with the guy. And if it's if it's Rex's time and I mean his you know, you gotta you gotta know that like with his history he knows what the hot seat feels like and he knows that this season has a lot riding on it. Maybe it'll make him, maybe it'll break him. He needs guys that are gonna play his system the way he wants his system played that can adapt or whatever, you know, whether it's guys that have played in his systems before guys who play similar systems in college through the draft, whatever we need Rex Ryan type defenders in the Rex Ryan defense. And I think Mario was just a square peg in a round hole and losing, like I said, that contrarian voice. Well, what if we tried it this way? Well, this is how we used to do it they might actually be getting ahead by dropping that. Well, what's weird, too, is Preston Brown was not calling the offense either, or the defense either. Right, Manny and, Lawson and then Manny took Lawson that Lawson was, and yeah. Preston Brown was one of the other voices that was piping up about this isn't working. But also Nigel Bradham, who just signed with the Philadelphia Eagles, he mentioned that Rex's scheme, or the, the, the Bills' defense was just tailored more for shorts, and it didn't work before. And frankly, I have a hard time believing that when you have a lot of the same carryover from Mike Patton. And it was a little weird that they it, it did not have the same sack total or even close. So to me, it really does look like Rex was kind of being a good guy here, as he said, and trying to implement what worked. He tried to be a good coach, which is square peg, square hole, round peg, Round hole. Okay, they liked doing this before. That said, I don't think enough people were buying into it. And you have, frankly, a cancer in the locker room with Mario Williams. And then he's on the air talking about, oh, I'll restructure. I'll restructure. So what? I think if the Bills didn't restructure him for what Mario Williams signed for, guess what? That's a... he He signed to play for... Six million dollars this year in Miami. Right. He has an average of eight million dollars a year on a two year contract. And you're and he's a seven million dollar dead cap. That must tell you a lot about what the Bills think about Mario Williams. Like, you know what, dude? We don't care. You're exactly what you said is I think what the Bills are thinking. They have to be. Get him out of here. We paid him. He's not going to lead your locker room. If Miami thinks that Mario Williams is going to lead, he's a, well, lead by example guy. Really good example you set. That said, if he's motivated, he can. The, the thing that is the most painful part about Mario Williams is you know he can still play. That's yeah. the worst part. You know that guy is a freak. And, and that's what breaks my heart is I'm a big Mario Williams fan. That guy is, a, is, is Superman. They, not everybody's built like that. 
and he just gave up. Yeah, he and that's really what makes did. it sick because you know how great Rex Ryan is. Put yourself a year from a, a year behind. Rex Ryan a year ago has never had this kind of personnel, and we didn't even have Ronald Darby yet. We're looking no. at Calvin starting. We're like, yeah. yeah, Rex Ryan has never had these tools. Thanks, Mario, for blowing it for nineteen million dollars last year. Thank you. Five sacks, nineteen tackles. I think Deion Sanders had a higher tackle percentage than you. Like he rated what the worst? Yeah, the worst, the worst edge rusher in the league. He graded out that that was on Pro Football Focus. Well, good for you, Miami. How did signing Ellerby work out for you? How did signing everybody else work out for you? Whatever it is, what it is. I'm very disappointed in Mario. I guess we could take out that Mario chunk, but I'm good with that. Yeah. Mario, you're kind of dead to me. Um, you know, it sucks you go play with Miami. That's fine. That's fine. But it is what it is. Good luck. Hopefully uh, hopefully we get our our right tackle and right guard situation sorted out in camp. Right. So we'll see we'll see uh we'll see you later, man. Twice. <laughs> other huge news. What's that? Doug Whaley. Tell me, Dave. The Bills, the whole Bills organization. They got Richie Incognito to sign back. They kept their own. And you know, part while two, we were talking about it, he mentioned that Rex was part of the reason he hung around. Yeah, funny. Hmm. Huh. Rex effect. There it is. What do you got? You got three years, $15 million. I think that's very fair. In 2016, you got two mil with a bonus of 1.15 mil and a five or a, a $3 million cap hit, three and a quarter for the year. So he's actually not too much not, money. Not bad. Well, wiggle room left after that one, you know? Yeah. Very, very team friendly deal, you know, when it comes down to that. Um, you know that that number goes up to almost five million next year and about seven and a half uh, in twenty eighteen. But hey, who knows? Who knows where we'll be by then? Right, right. So, I mean, he gets a bonus of just like a little over a mil and a hundred thousand every year. But it, it, I think it's a fair contract. You think he's underpaid? We were having well, a de- no, we were I, having a debate about. I that. think it's a it, it's pretty fair. But I mean, you got to figure he's either gonna. Gonna move on or get restructured before the end of that contract. He, where the he bulk admitted of it to is. it too. He's like, "Hey, I took a hometown discount." You know, yeah. I mean, exactly. And um, you know, I just, I, I just felt like it was important that the Bills gave him a little something, considering he played for a million dollars last year, which is, I mean, dirt cheap for the production we got out of him. Dirt cheap. That you want to talk value. There's value for you, and that's exactly what this team needs right now. And you know, uh, getting getting back in here with a high level of play and a three million dollar cap hit, I'll take it, man. Nice work, Doug. Yeah, I gotta give Doug a lot of credit. You want to talk value? You get Richie Incognito, a guy with the fire. You know, because he I, comes back. We and, had all these reports it. that, like, yeah, it might not get done. You know, we had he we, we hear it, Jari man. Evans coming in for a visit. We, I, I don't know about you, but I started being like, man, they're not gonna get this deal done. You know, there was a lot of there was a lot of talk that they were close and they weren't. That Richie felt like he was being lowballed, so on and so forth. So I'm really glad that. They were able to find terms that worked for everybody. I think it sets an example around, like, the Bills will take a chance on you. Don't screw it up. And if you don't, you'll get paid. That's it. 
That's it. At the same time, they have a value for every position. Doug Whaley needs a lot more credit. Look what look what happens to these guys. Right. I mean, um, it really does set a precedence, though. Th- think think about it. Took a chance on incognito worked out. They brought in Tyrod Taylor. That is pro football focuses highest, or actually, I should say, spot tracks highest value. Yeah, oh, in, mean, in the entire league. And, and, and the, the the thing that's that's heartbreaking is like when you throw when you scroll through and look at quarterback salaries around the league. I mean, Tyrod is down there. EJ Manuel gets gets more money this year than Tyrod. Twice as much. Think about that. Look at the deals around the league. Yeah, I mean, like we said, you know, Richie's setting setting precedence maybe with this contract, but there has been some not so pretty things going on that might affect the Bills moving forward. We got some outrageous signings around the league. The one that everyone's talking about today, Brock Osweiler to the Houston Texans. Four-year deal, seventy-two million dollars. Now we we're here in you know Western New York, looking at Tyrod Taylor coming up on the end of a two-year deal. He's making he's making literally no money this year in in starting quarterback terms, especially a guy that, who was top ten in passer rating. I mean, he played really well last season compared to a lot of starters around the league. And you got a guy like Osweiler, who I mean, for me, is just... I, I wouldn't... I don't know. I can't I can't even justify $72 million. How much is it worth to sit behind Peyton Manning, frankly? That's, right. that's kind of how I'm looking at it. Right, and I think Adam that's Gase how they're looking that at it. into a job, even though we work with TiVo, and it's kind of like... That's that's what it's uh, because how did Curtis Painter do? No. Now, granted, he wasn't drafted where Osweiler was. He doesn't. It's a it's a different person. It, okay. But, yeah. Right. You know right. what I mean? When when Peyton Manning's in, you never plan on seeing the backup. You know, so it's it's that contract for seventy two million for four years. I mean, to talk about. What was Fitz's deal? Sixty nine million and Fitzpat for Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. Fitzpatrick played the average. He, he was people said, "Oh, that big whopping contract, sixty nine million dollars." Fitz was going to get a few years ago. Now, yes, the cap has gone up, but that's what Fitz was getting his average starting quarterback money, and he was an average damn quarterback. Yeah. I don't think this kid has hit the ceiling. If we're taking a, a, a dump on EJ Manuel already. Right, uh, you know, it's Bills fans. That's pretty much a precedent. Which I I always believe in the underdog story. He could turn around. I Who think, knows? Enough work, you could turn. I around. I think EJ Manuel is a top second string quarterback. I do too. I do too because he's as much as you want to rip EJ Manuel on the stats about or what happened in the Jacksonville game. Don't forget, he helped get them back into that game. Yeah. Didn't quite pull it off, but man, closed a big so gap. You know? if, if if Bradford signs for two years, thirty six mil, Fitzpatrick years ago signed for sixty nine mil. Okay, Osweiler signed for seventy two mil over four years. To me, I look at it like Osweiler has not even hit average quarterback. EJ Manuel has a lot more experience than Brock Osweiler as far as live game experience. And he's learned a couple systems, good or bad. 
But, excuse me, also, it, it, to me, it not only raises Tyrod Taylor's value, but that also raises E.G. Manuel's value. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're if you're the outside looking in, I mean, Brock Osweiler is making too much money. What's Fitz going to get coming up? Where is he going to go? The Jets, they can't come right. up with anything. And what what's Tyrod? What's Tyrod's agent going to be pushing for? What you know? What does Fitz sign for in if he signs with Denver for say? I mean, which could purposely, which could purposely I honestly, make sense. Th- I honestly think Tyrod Taylor's playing at a higher level than all the guys we're talking about right now. Isn't that crazy? Like I'd rather see Tyrod Taylor than all of them. He's the best value, and that's again, that's Doug Whaley. That's them bringing him in. Right. I mean. Come on, you got to give the guy credit. Doug, don't lie. It, 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 but you know what? Doug's that. problems have just started, if you think about it. You got Gilmore coming up. Yep. And, you know, cornerbacks aren't coming cheap right now. You got Janoris Gen- Jenkins. Is, you know. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, he just signed He just signed a five-year deal. It's like $62 million. Right, so you got Gilmore. And so it would Gilmore's, be great, um, I mean, and those two stack up pretty evenly if you if you want to look at it, you know. I, I oh man, I can't believe it because the the way I look at it is, uh, there's so much in front of the Bills, but in a way, I feel they're pretty smart because they they've proven to be able to get good players out of the draft. Right. You know what I mean? Kiko Alonso, second round. Starting linebacker. Preston Brown started. Nigel Bradham was, I believe, fourth, fifth round pick. And he event- he eventually had a breakout season after a few years with the Bills. A couple years, I believe. And then Shorts, you know. So with Shorts, which it's nice to see him go back with Shorts in a way because, again, he didn't really play well under Rex's system. Oh, yeah, Shorts is reeling them all back in. I right. Mean- he got Leotis. He got Bradham. He got uh, who else? He get Ron Brooks. Mm-hmm. But I got to admit, hey, I, I I trust. Go with what you know, though. I mean, look, you know, Rex brought a handful of Jets up here too. They're like, fine. Then you know that happens. That's that's I what happens. Even, I mean, look, I think Chan you should have brought more. Frankly, Chan Gailey's like, hey, that. let's let's bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick, guys. Some some guys click, some guys don't. I don't think Rex is gonna ever be like, hey, what? Why don't I bring back Mario Williams? I know Mario Williams now. But, like, sometimes guys click, you know? Well, there's a few moves that the Bills made that, uh, lastly, with the stuff is Rambo and Powell hit the open market, and the Bills tendered Hogan, that, Mills, and Bryant. So That, that Rambo-Powell situation, it has me a little nervous. We're, we're thin at safety. We're thin at linebacker. Ultimately, you know... Pegs and holes and fit and this. I liked the I liked what I saw from Ty Powell, but he got hurt. I don't know the extent of his injury. I don't even remember what his injury was. If we're being completely honest with one another, I don't even remember what he went out with. But um, he looked okay. And Rambo, it's easy to like the guy because he will he will ball hawk and come up with some. He's got awesome, a knack for being around the ball, man. Yeah, yeah. He sometimes he he'll come up it. with the big pick, but then there's a lot of plays. He's out of position. He's not a great tackler. I mean. Corey Graham, I think, is a is a pretty good tackler. I don't know if this is a comparison thing, but I mean, safety position is thin now. I mean, they could bring him back. It's not it's not saying the Bills can't sign him. Well, they allegedly like Powell, and that's kind of maybe they're saying, "Hey, go see what they're offering you out there." 
Yeah, I mean. But to me, the real value is the guys Hogan, Mills, and Bryant. If they tendered them, there's a reason. And, well, guess what? I, I, I felt Mills. I, I'm with you on Mills. right tackle. I'm with you on Mills. I want to see, see more. I want to see more. I want him and Henderson to go head-to-head in, in camp. Corbin Bryant, the defensive tackle, he was solid. I thought he was solid. Yeah. And then the big one to me is Chris Hogan. We spent years, I don't want to say developing, but developing. Um, he's The kid's thick, man. He works out. He's not, he, you might think looking at his measurables that he's wired. He's not. He, he's pretty much a Welker light. And, and look who the Patriots have interest in him. That said, if you look at his stats, I think they could be mimicked. And if you want to say Welker yeah. light, well, he's not out there. With Sammy no. Watkins on the other side. See, for me... So, I don't... You know what I mean? For me, I could take or leave Hogan. For me, he's he's a very average receiver. And it, it's not that he's a bad receiver. It's just that everything about him is kind of average for me. Average speed, average routes, average hands, average size. You know, I would, I, I would maybe like a, a guy... He had a good season, though. Uh, he, I, I feel like he he does well when when it, he he's sort of, I want to say surprisingly athletic, but I don't want to be disrespectful. At the same time, the tender that the Bills would have to match on Hogan's like one point six mil. I think it's a money thing. Goodwin is due. Marcus I don't know. Marcus Goodwin's though. due six hundred thousand dollars this year. I mean, I mean, I might be I might be using the wrong word here though. You know, average. Well, I'm saying average this, average that. That sounds kind of negative. When really, what what I might be, what I might actually be saying is he's balanced. There's two ways of looking he's at that. He's dependable. Right, right. And I don't know. Part of me's always wanted to see the Bills get that big, long, six still foot do. seven still do. receiver. Maybe Des Lewis will do something in camp this year. He's still around. Um, but. Again, you know the the Patriots are showing some interest. Maybe he'll go play there. Maybe he won't. We'll see. We'll see if they give him an offer sheet. Um, but if if he was if if it meant spending more for him, I'm good on that. If it's something where we gotta we gotta match anything more than what he's been offered, I I'd well the Bills have gave the sales kid a contract. Yeah, and they brought in the guy that Tyrod played with in college. Yeah, and the, they uh, quiet Jared Boykin kid or whatever. Yeah, and, and Greg Little, which he had a good season. Yeah. He was coming on, but then if you read about him, his route running wasn't as crisp, and you know just certain things about him. But it, it's kind of, I think they're quietly seeing what these guys have, which is what they are, what every team does. And you know they got a lot of wide receivers on the roster at this point. And I think what they're what Doug Lee is going to do with the rest of this season at this point moving forward is you have Cordy Glenn. Hopefully he gets under contract. Hopefully that it sets you up for Gilmore. Okay? That would be fantastic. Now this is where Doug Whaley and the scouts for college scouting, pro personnel. 2016, 2017, 2018. This is this off season. I think is where they are really, really going to show what they're worth. Oh, absolutely. 
I look at a guy like Manny Lawson, like a value signing when they picked him up. Yeah. You, we look at Incognito. We look at the trade for Jerry Hughes. We look at, yeah, getting Sammy Watkins. I never dreamed of Sammy Watkins. That there's Nothing is unexpected. Don't be surprised if you look at that list out there. I don't want people to think I'm absolutely nuts. If you look at the list out there of quarterbacks, don't be shocked if the Bills get something for him. If they got a fourth-round pick for him, I would not be shocked. There's probably people right now that just want to punch me in the face. E.J. Manuel, look at the kids' measurables. Yes, the accuracy, I understand. But look at what your other options are. He's young. He's $3 million if you trade for him. Yeah. And if you sign him a contract extension, maybe he'll be cheaper. And I'm looking, you know, Bills are talking, I think anything's on the table. So you have some things to set up, but who knows? I think after the draft is when they'll plug a lot more holes than before the draft. They're going to see what falls to them. Yeah, I mean, that all we can do is uh, stay on top of it, man. I think it's Rex's year for the draft. I think it's an all-defense draft. Oh, and, and Rex is a Rex is a big draft guy. I mean, he, he's known for going, going defense in the early rounds of the draft. I mean, ultimately, you know, the uh, – the blame slash praise with, that comes that comes with drafting generally goes to the general manager. But to to think that the head coach of a team doesn't have a big hand on that decision, that, that's just naive. So I mean, I'm sure Rex is saying, "Hey, you know, we gotta get this defense right. I need guys that are gonna be compatible. Let's go this route." I wish I could see their board, man. I wish I I wish I had some insight to that. There, a lot of people think that uh, the draft is very deep in defensive guys, you know, yeah, defensive de- linemen defensive in particular. Lineman. And the one thing that scares me is if the Bills are going to do what I think, which is let's stock up on these guys now because they're cheap. We can get them in rotation. That's like Horvath Bryant's tender. They might feel that there's a guy coming up. They can get rounds two or three, you know, and – I wouldn't be shocked if they find another tackle to compete, you know, at the right tackle spot. And if they grab a quarterback in the mid-rounds, it's all on their value. And they say it's deep for quarterback, too. So I wouldn't be shocked if the first three rounds of the Bills have two defensive linemen. Not shocked at all. Yeah, you said that last time. Um, I mean, I would like to see them maybe move move that around a little bit um because like 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 i was saying the safety position is really thin um you know leaving a big question mark on aaron williams duke williams is still around but aaron williams i think is gonna play i don't i wonder if that's uh because everybody's saying he checks out medically i think if we if we ended up down to you know, Corey Graham and Duke Williams, though, would would that would that be okay? Would that work for you? If I was behind the scenes, okay, of the Bills right now, I, I wish we could see where they had how Doug Whaley says it, dust subtle free agent guys, like these free agents after the draft. What do they have, you know, rated on these guys? Or do they, frankly, there's a lot of talk out there that Rex might want to have more of a three safety formation back there, more of a guy who can 
do what he's, you know, like you said, he always likes to have a heavy hitting guy. Right. I think Aaron Williams is a lock to come back. I could be nuts. He says he's got to wait till the pads come on. I think if there is one smoke screen, is even though it's not, I think that is one to have thought out there that the Bills might take it safety. At the same time, if the Bills took a guy, he's not going to be that much money. He's going to be affordable. And I would trust in him. I mean, they got Aaron Williams in the second round to play cornerback, and he was moved, and he played fairly well. So I, I trust in the team and whatever decisions they make. It, it's, it sounds so corny and so blowhard to me that it's, oh, it's whatever the Bills do. I stand by it, but really, the, the guy, the, they've been right. Yeah, no, I mean. Look at the guys they've let go. Yeah, yeah, they, they've cut a ton of dead weight that, Really ended up being, I don't want to say irrelevant, but didn't didn't end up being the big loss that we thought they might be. Like Jarvis Bird, yeah, perfect example. Um, they had a value set on safety. They said we're not going over this value. Boom. Okay. And Aaron Williams stepped in, and we didn't even really miss. We didn't even really miss a beat at the position, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, you know, Corey no. Graham slid over this year, did a great job. I thought. Adapting. Um, I, I don't know about I, great job. The, I, I, you know, I, I, the I coaches look, don't think great job because they'll say, you know what, which was. But is he still here? Yes. But that's he's the still thing. here I think and he's still penciled in as a starting safety. So as of now, but I think that I think the draft really could. What if they take a safety first round? He's right in the mix. I think Aaron Williams is a lock to come back. I think it's just a little smoke screen. Like, dude, sometimes guys take a spine injury like that and come back hesitant. They come back. They come back and without the confidence, they have they have a whole different outlook on like what what's important out there. Is he going to get to the ball or is he going right, to protect right. his neck? You know, so you know. And I, the last thing I want to see is anyone end the end their career on an injury. That's the last thing I want to see. What about when you look at other transactions? Like what happened to Lee Evans? Lee Evans was out of the league the next year. Yeah, I ended up landing on somebody's practice. I don't even remember where he landed. Right. He was a practice squad guy, and then that's it. I, I, there's just something about Dougley that I trust in. You know, even when Buddy Nix came in, they weren't hammering to get Aaron Schobel back. They're like, yeah, we're here. We don't care if yeah. he doesn't come. If, he, if he's here, he's here. Whatever. We're, we're moving on. We're not dealing with any nonsense. That's it. And I feel like the Bills have done that a few times. They did not, you know, Paul Paz, I can't even say his name. Puzlesny. There we go. There you go, Dave. Paz left. He signed for a huge deal in Jacksonville. Who cares? Andy Levitri left, and now he's on his second team already. You know, and, and he was, I think Richie Incognito played out of his mind this year. Yeah. And he's... Getting less money than Levitri got. Levitri was the hot guard to hit free agency. And I got to say, I trust in Doug, man. I just, there's just, how do you not? And, it just wasn't feasible to bring him back for for the price they wanted. And people doubted Hughes. On. People doubted Darius. People doubted, you know, Corey Glenn. I don't people know how many people Cognito. doubted Darius, but. I don't know, man. People definitely doubted that huge, that huge. We trade. had our boy Jeff Knight hitting us up all the time on, on Bill's ride back. We would talk about it. Powerful Jeff Knight. We 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 talk about it all the time, and he just 
well, they got to save money for Darius. They're signing all these free agents. Well, guess what? You paid to get Charles Clay here. You restructured the next year. You at least, it's nice to see the Bills using their cap to right. their advantage. And yes, they did not plan on having to rebuild this defense. I, uh, we understand. But I don't really feel like it's a rebuild. It's kind of a remodel. I don't think it matters because, frankly, if the defense played out of their mind and Bradham played, stayed healthy, played to it's not, where he needed to be, he could have re-signed if Mario played where he needed to be. So Mario not sucking, kind of, in a, in a way, they can't afford to keep Bradham, even if they did like Bradham. And it's a guy that, again, they groomed and now want to sign another contract. The only thing that's nice about the Mario situation is we've already proved we could win eight games without him. <laughs> so, like, where else do we go from here, dog? Oh, man. I, I had to drop a stinker on it before before we wrapped up for the day. I had to drop a stinker in there somewhere. Yeah, other signings around. You know, the Bills didn't re-sign McCalvin. Um, we have a game coming yeah, they, up. Yeah, they released him. Adam doesn't even know about this uh, fun. About oh, this, We boy. have prizes we're going to give away to be announced. But here's the game. And what round will the Bills draft a cornerback this year? That's all you got to know. What round will the Bills draft a cornerback? And if you want bonus points, are they drafting one or two? So you'll get a numb Bills fan t-shirt if you win. So, yeah, I know you want one. I, I want one, too. Can no, I enter the contest? One. No. We can make our own shirts. Man, we can even make, like, a nightie if you wanted a nightie. Dave. You want to make a nightie for yourself? want to make a <laughs> fucking noose for you. Whoa. <laughs> Anywho. So the Bills, uh, you got to trust where they're going. I, I, th- this is a year where they find these, these these value guys that can contribute. And I hope, I hope that they bring X-Jets on defense. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they do. Why not? Why not? You going to rip Jim Schwartz for bringing his guys? Nope. No. How Have not? a guy show him the system. You got I'd read there to lay down the law. Ed Reed, you heard it here first. Are you the alternate at safety? Is that what's going on? You know, you've had a year off, like incognito. You know? I see where you're going. You look like you're in shape. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah no, he could, he could still go out there and be disruptive, I'm sure. Player coach, baby. Either way, I, I, I just, you, you got to roll with it. It's nice to see the former Bills, though, that we like. McCalvin, Brooks, you know, I guess even Mario. At least they're making money. Actually, screw Mario. The thing that pisses me off about Mario, lastly, about Mario, and then I'm done forever about Mario. Yo, Mario, I've seen your gun collection on Instagram. I just want to make it clear. He said screw Mario. I did not say screw Mario, but he definitely has. He must have pissed off the Bills so much that if he was willing to restructure and pay for eight mil- play for the Dolphins for $8 million... Life might, he must not be confident that anybody's giving him a contract. He just wanted a nice, quiet stadium. (laughs) Wow. There's another stinker for you. You're going to have a lot of support in Miami, Mario. Just saying, you know. Man, I had your back, dog. I don't know what happened. I thought we were all cool. But you got to try out there. You just, you know, and, and it's a shame because I didn't want to believe the reports out of the Texans camp saying that you kind of self-preserved your body. And that's great. But you know what? We would not be in cap hell if you would have 
bought in and then decided to restructure where it would only cost the Bills $1 million extra if you want to play for $8 mil a year. In fact, that would be more than what you're making this year, that $8 mil. Because the Bills saved $13 million cutting them and have $7 million dead cap that goes towards nothing. Thank you. That's really awesome. I appreciate it. Could have restructured and played here for eight mil if he was willing yeah. to buy in. But no, there's got to be a. But he he didn't seem like he was willing to buy in. How do his teammates feel? So what's it tell you? Bye. Goodbye. And See that's ya. what Doug Whaley says. Don't that's let what the door hit says. you. Goodbye. Don't let that seven million dollar door hit you on your way out. It is what it is. Yeah, what man. else you got? I got nothing, man. What do you got? Nothing. All right. Well, I guess that's it then. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching if you're watching. Um, Numbillsfan.com is yeah, where you can find out. everything. But you probably knew that. If you're if you're down with us, you probably know that already. You can subscribe on iTunes. You can follow us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. This guy's NumbillsFan. Dave over here. That's That's the main account. That's the important one. If you want to chit-chat with me about my dumbass opinions, I'm NumbillsAdamD on Twitter. We got Instagram, but I mean, really, NumbillsFan is the way to go. You can get to literally all the stuff I'm telling you about. Just go in there. We got everything laid out. And if you ever just we, – we are very big. If you follow us on Twitter especially, just follow us on Twitter. Even if you don't use Twitter, just follow us because we, we're not selfish. We don't want us to just direct you to – numbillsfan.com we'll send you to where we get our information like we just want people to really be informed because a lot of times i i I feel that a lot of times people throw shit on the wall and hope it sticks to get something clicked you know clickbait get something read but there's a lot of people with integrity who who really want the right side of what's being said out there you know and a lot of people example we we really hammered on the the point today that doug whaley doesn't lie and he said what he said he would do. You got to trust him. And I sometimes think that these things are so overanalyzed that we're missing the raw truth. And it's important to know and do your background information on players. When you just say that, oh, Tyrod's a first-year starter. No, he's been in the league for four years. He he was groomed. You got, you know, examples. So we just try to pass along the information we see that's great. And if you're obsessed with the, the Bills or you want to follow the team, want something to listen to, my other articles to read at numbillsfan on Twitter, at numbillsfanadamd on Twitter, and numbillsfan.com. You can see our Twitter feeds right there, and you can get all your links right there. And there's so many great people out there that cover the bills, so please check everybody out. Yeah. Um, also, firstand12.com. Yep, they got a they got an event coming up. Please, there's still tickets Jim available Kelly. left. They have Your so many celebrities. celebrities. Um, check them out. Cool event, cool cause. Toronto. Everything, everything benefits Hunter's Hope. March 23rd. Um, and, yeah, and just make sure you you get after us at numbillsfan.com. You can subscribe on iTunes if that's your thing. Um, and we will be back next week. I got a shout-out, though. Rest in peace, Biggie Smalls. Oh, yep. RIP um, Biggie. So I'll let you know, you know your song about people saying it would be nothing. It was a very motivational song for me growing up, and um, it kind of drives us. So thank you for your inspiration. I know things didn't work out too well, 
but nobody could tell the story as well as you, as far as my opinion. I put Big Al right next to him, some Nas, but, like, man, Biggie, I felt like I, I, I was in it. You know what I mean? I just felt mm-hmm. like I was in it. So rest in peace, you know. Hopefully, you know, I think there's a conspiracy behind your thing, but whatever. We're not going to get into it. We're done. Numbillsfan.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.